Welcome to Your Best Riding Life, an extension of the Blue Ridge Mountains Christian Riders Conference held in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. I'm your host, Linda Goldfarb. Each week, I bring you tips and strategies from experts in the writing and publishing industry to help you excel in your craft. I am so glad you're listening in today. Get ready to find out how you can transition into podcasting. Or better yet, is podcasting in your future? You're going to find out as our panel of podcasters give you insight into the world of podcasting through their individual lenses. Let me tell you who we have on board here today. My fellow podcasters are Misty Phillip. Misty is a dreamer and a doer who believes we are all here for a reason and that we are created for a purpose. She encourages people to use their story to give God glory. She inspires others through her leadership, speaking, and mastermind groups. Misty is the founder of Spark Media, which consists of the Spark Christian Podcast Conference, Spark Now Summit, and the Spark Collective. She is a host of the popular By His Grace podcast. She currently serves as a Houston Connect leader for Christian women in media. Misty is the author of the best-selling Bible study, The Struggle is Real, But So is God, and The Spark Podcast Planner 2020. We also have Doris Swift. Doris is an inspirational speaker, author, and host of the Fierce Calling podcast. In ministry for more than 30 years, she is passionate about encouraging and equipping women to study God's Word, walk in their calling, and use their gifts to impact the world for Christ. She currently resides in Florida with her husband, Brian, and loves spending time with her children and six, count them, six grandchildren. Good to have her here as well. And then rounding off our panel, we have Heather Creekmore. Heather is the host of the Compared to Who podcast. She writes and speaks hope to thousands of women each week, inspiring them to stop comparing and start living. Her first book, Compared to Who, encourages women to uncover the spiritual root of body image issues and find freedom. Her new release, The Burden of Better, offers women a journey into the depths of God's grace to find a way off the treadmill of constant comparison. Heather has been featured on Fox News, HuffPost, Morning Dose, Church Leaders, For Every Mom, along with numerous other shows and podcasts. But she's best recognized from her appearance as a contestant on the Netflix hit show, Nailed It. Heather and her fighter pilot turned pastor husband, Eric, have four children and live in Austin, Texas. Woo! We have a panel for you. Ladies, welcome to your best riding life. Thank you so much, Linda. Linda. We're so excited to be here. Thank you, Linda. So good to have all of you here. What we're going to do is we're going to head right into our content for today. And it really is how you as podcasters transition into podcasting and for us to be able to see what some of the challenges are and to help our listeners today hone in on, could podcasting be my next step, God's next best for me? Misty, I'm going to ask you, what occupied your time prior to becoming a podcaster? Well, as a young woman, I worked for Enron and back in the day, and God called me away from my corporate career to come home and homeschool my kids. And so for the next 15 years, I happily homeschooled my kids. And when my oldest son went to college, I realized 
my season of homeschooling was ending. And until I had grandkids, if I didn't find something to do, I would drive my kids crazy. And God opened the door for me to start speaking, which led to writing. And from there, that led to podcasting. Oh, that's great. I think there's a lot of people listening who could probably relate to that. Excellent. Very good. Thank you. All right, let's go to Doris. Doris, tell us a little bit about your prior to podcasting life. Thank you, Linda. I am blessed to share about that. I was a banker for almost 30 years and I planned out my retirement was going to be at 50. And then some things happened at the bank and the whole culture changed and I found myself no longer working at the bank. So I started blogging because a friend said, well, you like to write, why don't you start a blog? So I first started blogging probably back in 2011, and it was mainly about my family and things that were happening in our life. Then it just kind of blossomed into more of a ministry to women. My plate was certainly full and fulfilling at that time, you know, being a wife and a mom. Then later on, grandkids came along, working full-time at my church. I went back to college And I was leading a women's Bible study and all of these things were going on. And God had other plans that I did not yet know, like in Isaiah, where it says he's doing a new thing. And it's it's interesting how I got started in the podcasting, because when I look back, as oftentimes we can look back and see how God began planting seeds way before that even came as a thought in my mind. So He had a friend of mine, April, kind of put that idea in my head and said, you know, why don't you start a podcast? And back then, this was like four years ago, I was like, what is a podcast? Okay, I don't even know what that is. And so she said, yeah, you could just like read your blog posts or something. So I put that kind of in the back file of my brain. And and then another friend started talking about it, Tara. And uh, it was like, okay, all right, well, maybe this podcast thing, there's something to it. And then shortly after that, I was working on a book proposal called Fierce Calling. I was thinking about asking my friend Carol, who runs a radio station locally. She's had me on as a guest. I thought, well, I'm going to ask Carol if I could do a show called Fierce Calling. And I thought, this is going to be cool. Well, I kept putting off that call to Carol. I thought it was just procrastination. But in the meantime, God sent these two sweet ladies to my Bible study. They were both named Mary, and they called themselves the Marys. That was their ministry. And they shared with me that they had actually had a show on that same radio station that I was going to approach, but they switched to podcasting. They said it's easy. And the good thing about it is you could do it from anywhere. So I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to think about doing a podcast. That's going to be the concept of my book. I felt that nudge from God and I was clueless about doing a podcast. So I started Googling things on how to start a podcast, the best equipment for a new podcaster. And this was like pre-Spark. So I didn't have like a place that I could run to and go, how do I do this? So I did a lot of Googling and I ordered a mic and it sat in the box for months. I thought this was going to be my book concept come to life. And this is going to be awesome because, you know, when people ask you, what's your book about? You go, "Um, okay, it's this elevator pitch, I thought, I'll just say, well, listen to my podcast and you'll know exactly what my book's about. So it turns out though, that the podcast stands on its own. I'm going to jump in here. I want you to save a little bit of what's going to happen. Some of the spark of your podcast 
for just a moment because I want to bring Heather in so she can tell, tell us a little bit about her background, and then I'm going to make sure that you finish that story. And so we'll break away for just a second. I love your energy. Love your energy, Doris. And Heather Creekmore, let me bring you in here and ask you what occupied your time prior to becoming a podcaster. Well, I tell you what, Linda, as I think about that question, I do have to go back to childhood. And I remember my parents thinking that maybe they had a strange child because I every box that they got, I would cut a hole in and I would put it over my head and pretend it was a television and pretend that I was um, hosting the six o'clock news. So I, I loved broadcasting from, from an early age, went to college for broadcasting, ended up um, actually turning that into politics. And so I worked in politics. I have a master's degree in public policy, which I do absolutely nothing with now. <laughs> but but I was I was this you know political operative for a number of years, met my husband at 30, and we had four kids really quickly. And so I I quickly went from working, you know, mover and shaker to homeschool mom. But it was in that season um, where God kind of started opening doors and really opening my heart to the concept of writing a book. And so I released my first book in 2017. And then a few years later, I decided to go ahead and get into the podcasting world. I'm always a late adopter, which just drives me crazy about myself. <laughs> so I was like, everyone else is doing it. I guess it's time for me to jump into. Well, you know, there's something to be said about knowing ourselves. Right. You know, I think that's biblical. So, you know, <laughs> know ourselves. We need to know ourselves. So there's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to I'm going to jump over to Misty because I was intrigued how Doris went into segued into how her podcast came about. I know you gave us a little bit of information on that, Misty, but what's the story behind getting started in the podcasting industry? and also what your podcast is about as well. Yeah. So um, when my son went to college, he actually started a podcast for the Honors College. He and a couple other students in the Honors College had a podcast. And he saw me toiling away, working on my book, which it took me three years to write The Struggle is Real, But So Is God. And during that time, he came home every day from school and he was like, Mom, why don't you have a podcast? You love to talk. And I think podcasting would be amazing for you. And so my family actually bought my microphone and I moved it around the house for a couple of years. I think I didn't know the technology. What would I say? Is anybody interested? All of the fears, like I don't like the sound of my own voice, all of those things that we think about. And um, in 2017, I did uh, an interview and I was like, this is kind of cool. And then in 2018, I dipped my toe in the water just a little bit more and a little bit more. And then I went to She Speaks in 2018 and I had no idea what I was doing. I took my microphone that plugged into my phone and in my hotel room, I gathered a bunch of women that had stories to share and said, come to my hotel room in the pre-conference and let's record a podcast. So I definitely started ugly. I had no idea what I was doing, but once I, I got into it, I fell in love with it. My podcast is the By His Grace podcast. And I originally started out talking about the struggles of life because that's what the struggle is real is about. It's about overcoming 
the trials of life because we all have trouble. We all have trials that we face. And I think if we know that God has gotten somebody through a trial, that that gives us hope knowing that um, we can overcome too. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so that's how my podcast started out. But now that I'm working on my next book, which is all about chasing our dreams, I have shifted my uh, podcast. I'm in now my third year. I just released my 96th episode and I'm talking about chasing your dreams and your calling and your purpose and all of the things that go along with that. So I'm excited to be in, in this third season and to see how God has shifted and, and guided and directed me through that. Wow. What a journey. Everyone that's here today has a fabulous journey and just information that is just really going to spark the interest in you as a listener today. Have you heard something already that you went, that sounds a little bit like my story. Maybe this is where I'm supposed to go. Maybe with my book, I can do this. Maybe I haven't written a book yet, but I have a blog and I can do this. I'm going to, Heather, I'm going to come over to you and ask you about your podcast. And then Doris, I'm going to come back to you and ask you you know, a little bit more about podcast specific. So Heather, why don't you uh, bring us, bring us up to date where you are with your podcast? Sure. So like I said, back in 2019 is when I officially pressed publish for the first time. But um, yeah, I felt right after I released my book, I was like, ah, this is something I should do. But I was really overwhelmed by the thought of trying to figure out the technology uh, I had a friend that had just started one and she was, she had used some guide. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I will buy this guide. So I bought the guide and it was like written in Latin. I had no idea what the words were on that page. <laughs> and I kept telling myself, I'm a smart person. I can figure this out, but I just <laughs> couldn't do it. And there was just this block there. And then, you know, honestly, a big part of my story was I got up the gumption to do it. I actually decided I'd have a friend co-host with me, but we were getting ready to move. I was, I was three weeks away from moving to a different city. And I, I got this friend and we set everything up in my master bedroom closet. Goodness, it was hot in there. And, uh, and we were going to just record like five episodes. And this was just, we were just going to knock it out. This was going to be the start of my podcast. And about 30 minutes into recording, I kept getting phone calls from my dad, which is, is kind of unlike him. And finally, I said, stop, we have to you know, stop recording. I just, I'm, let me just take this. And here my mom had had a heart attack, a seizure, and a stroke all at once. And, and so we were getting ready to move, like I said. So that just derailed me, right? Immediately, we couldn't record anymore. I had to get on an airplane to go home. And, and, and that set me back you know, almost a year <laughs> from starting again. I mean, you, you, you wrestle the, oh, is this a sign from God <laughs> interrupting it? Or, oh, is this the enemy trying to stop me from doing something good, right? You know, all of those thoughts and feelings. But, but again, it took me a while to work up my nerve, if you will, to do it. And then this time I knew I was going to have to do it by myself because I no longer lived close to my friend. And, and back then, although it wasn't that long ago, back then, Zoom and all those things seemed so much more unfamiliar <laughs> than they do right now. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, so 2019, I finally was like, okay, I'm going to just go step by step through these instructions and I'm just going to do it. And, and so I did. Oh, this is good. All right. So let me come back to Doris. Doris, tell us a little bit more about your podcast. Just share what it is that you offer out to your audience. Just, just share. 
Okay. So, Linda, I finally broke that mic out of the box after it <laughs> sat in there for months. Yay. And yes, and it was just God's timing, really. And after I was in a few episodes, right, I was already doing it and I wasn't sure if I was doing it right, but it seemed to be working. I heard about the Spark Christian Podcast Conference. I'm not going to steal Misty's thunder, which is God's thunder that he gave her, uh, but it was such precious God's timing there because I was like, whoa, I have got to go to that. And so I did. And it was amazing. And I love how this line in my friend Kate Hurley's song says that uh, you're the God who heals and who loves the world through me. And I just feel like podcasting is how we love the world. You know, God loves us and he loves the world through us. And it was amazing to get going into it and realize that, wow, I don't have to know everything up front. God continually equips as I go, and he will always be faithful in doing that. And I love having women on to share their story and how they're taking action where their passion, compassion, and conviction intersect and how they're using their gifts to impact the world for Christ. Because I want to inspire, encourage, and challenge other women out there who feel like for whatever reason that they can't be used by God, they have no gifts because of either where they've been or what they've done or what's been done to them. And they have these gifts sitting on the table unwrapped and God can use them and he wants to redeem their story. And so that's what Fierce Calling is about. It's about sharing the stories of women and how they are being used by God and using their gifts so that other women can know that every woman of God has a fierce calling. Excellent. So good. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So now we have a little bit of history behind Misty Phillip and Heather Creekmore and, and Doris Swift. So ladies, I'm going to ask you what challenged you the most and maybe still does when you host your own podcast. Misty, you're in your third season, correct? Yes. Okay. Heather, what season of podcasting are you in? Well, see, this is an interesting thing, Linda, because I never officially got like the memo on how to count seasons. <laughs> so Okay. How I, many? How? Uh, so I've got like, I, I say I'm at season five, but I've been podcasting for fewer years than Misty, but I have, I think I have 63 episodes. 63 episodes. So that's great. Let me go to Doris. Doris, how many episodes or, or what season are you in? I've been doing podcasting since November of 2019, and I am going into now publishing my 54th episode. Nice. And it was originally weekly. And then after the first of the year, uh, I had a little bout with COVID in October. And mm -hmm. so things got a little behind. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to go every other week and I can Perfect. always switch it back. Because that's why okay. it's so cool, flexible, you yeah. know, you can do it anyway. Absolutely. No, this is good. And I think that this is important for us to have kind of segued there for just a moment. So everyone kind of understands we're all not doing every, you know, all of our podcasts the same and the length is probably different for everybody. So I'm going to come back to you, Misty, and ask you what has challenged you the most hosting your own podcast? Yeah, that's a great question, Linda. I would have to say I'm I'm really blessed because the the thing that would challenge me the most 
would be the technology behind it and producing the episode. But my amazing husband uh, produces all of my episodes. So the challenge really has been uh, eliminated. But what that has done is it has freed me up to do more of what I'm good at. And so what I would encourage the listeners to, if there's something that you're not good at, find a way to outsource that. Find somebody that is good at doing that thing. And that way you can work in your gifting and in your calling. Like I'm called to interview people, to speak to people, to encourage, inspire, connect people. Technology is not my calling. And uh, so I would probably only put out a podcast a month or maybe one a year if I had to do <laughs> the editing myself. But uh, but there are people that do that and they do it really well and they love it. And so why not let them do that so that you can focus on what you're good at? Excellent. And I like that you are encouraging our listeners as well as you're going through. So that's that's really good because that's what they need to know. You know, what if I don't have someone who can do the engineering of the podcast? So excellent. Heather, what about you? Yeah, my quick answer would be technology also. But, you know, I'll be honest, I like audio editing. <laughs> so once I figured out how to do it, I was like, yeah, this is kind of fun. And I have control. I, I found that I take really big gaspy breaths. So I like having the control to take those out of what I record. Um, and so, so that has, it was a thorn in my flesh in the beginning, but now that I've kind of figured it out, I don't mind that so much, but I tell you one thing that I struggle with, and, and this may resonate with, with listeners is sometimes I'll record something and then those doubts come in where it's like, but did that just sound stupid? Did that make any mm -hmm. sense at all to anyone? Like, I need to listen to that again, because that that was probably, ugh, I just was rambling there. That was dumb. And and just kind of getting out of my own head, <laughs> if you will, over, sure. over the words I spoke, and was the message okay, and, and all of those things. And I mean, as writers, we have those struggles. But I feel like with the written word, we have a lot more opportunities to manipulate those words, get that sentence just right before it's released to the world. But with mm. podcasting, I mean, you can do editing, but you, you know, it's kind of a pain to re-record and re-record and re-record <laughs> a sentence over right. and over again or, or a statement over and over again. And so um, I, I really had to just kind of trust God. Was, okay, I pray before I record the episode and God, I'm just going to trust you to just lead my words and help me to know if there's something really dumb I said that needs to be edited out. But otherwise, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there and trusting you in that. Good. And we have to do that. It's like you said, we have to do, we do it with our writing. And even if we send our writing to an editor and have others, other eyes on it. I love doing that with, uh, when I began in radio, I was in radio broadcasting for 10 years and my husband sat in the phone area where callers would call in. And for the first two months, he would make little ticks if I said, um, hmm. and the first day he showed me that. I looked at him and I said, how rude. What are you doing? Why are you concentrating on something like that? That is so rude until I realized that is a distraction. And when he did it over the course of a few months, pretty soon there was no ums. Those disappeared, which is, you know, we do want to be known for our message and not our mistakes or distractions. So I don't think there's anything wrong with being able to say, I, I want to edit out a little bit of breath as long as we maintain the humanness of it 
because everyone breathes. Right. So we can't eliminate all of them or it'll just sound right. like a robot. And I've heard a lot of those, you know, on, and I'm like going, oh, that doesn't sound good. But that that's great insight there. Doris, what about you? What challenges you the most or maybe still does has in the past with hosting your own podcast? I'm going to have to go with what the other girls have said also is the editing and the producing. However, I want to encourage your listeners that if for some reason, especially in the beginning, if they you know need to do that for financial reasons or just so that they can learn all the facets of how a podcast works, it's fine to keep doing it. I love doing the editing now because it gives me that inside track of how is my listener hearing this and then usually the title of the episode will come through during the editing phase and I have been lately seriously thinking about outsourcing that part of it but at this point I haven't really made that decision so I just want to say whatever works for you it it certainly isn't my gift but whatever works for you if that's something that you need to do you can certainly do it Uh, until the time that you find someone else to do that for you. So excellent. Excellent. Misty, you have a thought on that? Yeah, I just wanted to throw out my youngest son graduated in 2020. And he came to us and said, Mom, Dad, the world's on fire. I don't want to go to college yet. And we said, Okay, well, you need to be productive. And he actually started a podcast production company. And so if you have listeners who technology is not their thing and they want someone to do that, he is inexpensive, but he's also growing. I think he's up to seven clients now, authors, speakers, publishers that Mm -hmm. he's working with, but he just got a wildlife preserve in Africa. So that's kind of cool. His name is getting out in the industry because he's done no marketing, but he's inexpensive and he's thorough and does a really good job. So if your listeners think, I don't want to do that, um, I can give you that information and you can stick that in the show notes. It will absolutely be in there. I love, I love that you have that extension and someone who knows what it is. They know the life. There's a lot of people that would like to help us, but many times they go, teach me what it is that I need to do. And we're like, well, if I have to teach you, I might as well do it because it's going to take a longer time to teach you. So having someone who's knowledgeable, that's excellent. Heather, did you want to share something? Well, I I don't want to contradict what Misty just said because I think it's awesome to get help. But like what Doris said, I, I was just going to chime in that I did find that, especially once I started doing interviews, which it took me a while to get up the courage to approach the technology for interviews. Um, but once I started doing interviews, I realized that I had a hard time following the interview and thinking about it from a marketing perspective at the same time. I could not do both. And so it was helpful to me um, to do the editing and have to hear the episode again and have that opportunity to review, okay, what did we talk about? <laughs> what is this episode sure. about really? So, Sure. No, and that's it's really not contradicting her because it's everyone is going to have a different feel. Everyone is going to have a different strength. Everyone is going to be comfortable, more comfortable in one area. And depending on the content of the podcast as well, the feel is different. So you want to make sure if it's something that you want to have that hands-on to make sure that the feel remains constant throughout the episode and you have the know-how or you're willing to put in the time, then I think that it's it's amazing to do your own editing. 
I do all of the post-production on this program, and I love it because I've already named it. We've already come up with the concept of it, but I love going back again and hearing it and editing it and going through, and it just gives me that double bonus of, man, I'm inundated with the excellent information that my guests have, have just laid out for writers, and so I get it kind of double duty there too, so I enjoy it. I, I like doing it. And Misty, I'm kind of like you. I never have liked my voice, but it seems that God has used my voice for a lot of things, but it wasn't my first option of, oh, yes, I love my voice and I want more people to hear it. Uh, So, but God has his own plan, right? So that's what we go with. All right. Let's look at what gives you the most enjoyment as a podcaster. Is there someone that is like, you know what? I just maybe not all of you have to answer that, but is there something that just gives you joy that you're like, man, this is, this is it. Okay. Misty, you're, you're right there. Your hand went up. I'm you're on. Yeah. It's, it's the people, people that you get to meet through podcasting and being able to encourage people. And the fact that we can spread the gospel, which is the great commission through podcasting, it reaches to the ends of the earth. And when I was actually working on a book in between my, uh, the struggle is real and the one I'm working on now. And I was going through the proposal, but I'd already written 40,000 words and it was not coming because so, sometimes, you know, we write things for a season or for a reason, or sometimes it's for ourselves, but sometimes it's not yet for publishing. And I was working with an agent on that and it wasn't coming together. And I was physically making myself ill And my husband said, baby, you're just flattered that an agent wants to work with you. He said, why would you take away the focus of your podcast right now? You're reaching people all over the world. And that's when I prayed, God, I know that you have more for me, but what is that? And that's how the Spark Christian podcast was born. And just for me to be able to not only have the people that I interview on my show and all of the people that I get to meet, but the podcasters that I get to encourage in their journey and connecting people together, it that just gives me life because the people are what life is all about. And to be able to inspire people to share their God-given message, it that's what gets me on fire. Mm, I can hear it in your voice. That's good. That's why Spark is an excellent, excellent name for just about everything you do. (laughs) It's wonderful, wonderful. I enjoyed being at the first conference as well. It was just just invigorating, full of great information too. So, man, very, very good. Doris, what is your enjoyment as a podcaster? As a podcaster, well... When we surrender our podcast to God, it activates something. Surrender activates something. Mm -hmm. And I love the conversations that I have with my guests. And when God is in it, it's deeper than a conversation. And what brings me joy is how God can use an episode to bring about transformation in the life of a listener who then is inspired, encouraged, and challenged to take some kind of action and move a step forward in her walk with the Lord because of something that she's heard on an episode that touched her life. And that just brings such joy to me. That is good. Yahoo. Okay. All right. So Heather, what gives you the most enjoyment as a podcaster? Well, you know, obviously I would echo everything that Misty and Doris said in terms of 
you know, the people and, and just walking in surrender to God and his calling. But I tell you, as a writer, I think it's really fun to have the opportunity to put my voice, my actual voice <laughs> out there for my readers. Because mm. I, I don't know, I remember participating in writers clubs. And one of the things that we had to do was they had someone else read your words. And that was sometimes mm. uncomfortable, because someone else is going to read your words differently than you read your words, right? They're not going to have the yes. same inflection, the same tone, the same mood even. And so I love the opportunity I have through podcasting to just add my own voice to my words. So, you know, I, I believe it gives me an opportunity to connect with my readers in a way where they really feel like they know me, like we're really friends. <laughs> and, and I love that. I, I love I love the sense of, of closeness that um, it brings for, for me and my readers. Yes. And this is this is good because there is that intimacy with podcasting, just as in radio, your audience really is one individual. Not a lot of people gather together to listen to a podcast in a big, huge group. So you really do have one-on-one -on -one audience. And that really is, you know, how the Lord connects with us as well. That one-on-one, -on -one, that intimate relationship and podcasting is an excellent funnel to incorporate that with what our message is just to one person who's sitting, who's listening, who's driving, who's walking, whatever it is that they're doing. So that is, that is fabulous. Well, let me ask the next question. I want each of you to consider this, if you will, please. What is one piece of advice that you would give someone coming from your background who's thinking of starting their own podcast? Who would like to begin with this? Misty, can I, can I come to you with this? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let me hear you. Yeah. So before you pick up the mic, I think there's two questions that you really need to ask yourself is what is your why? Why do you want a podcast? Um, because that is what is going to, when, when it gets difficult and um, you're putting out great content, but it's exhausting and you want to keep going, your why is going to, um, to keep you going, but you also need to think about your who. So just like in writing, and like you said, we're, we're writing for the one, we're also speaking to the one, and we, we need to know who that one is. And if we focus our podcast on that one individual that we're trying to meet, our podcast should be an answer to a problem that they're having. And so I think the more time that we can spend on the front end, thinking about our audience and what their needs are, the better our show is going to be because we're going to create something that has a felt need in the marketplace. Because with over a million podcasts out there, we want to be intentional with what we're serving people. This is truth. Okay, Heather, what would you like to share with us? Yeah, I would say don't be afraid of repeating yourself. I feel like when I first started, I thought maybe I needed to come up with something new, right? My book was already out there. My blog posts were already out there. I needed to come up with something new for the podcast audience. And what I quickly realized is I can say the same thing, you know, in my written words, in my book, on my podcast. I can say it 
in several episodes. And and it's not repetitive. <laughs> People might not catch it the first time or the second time. They will hear it as it's the first time they've heard it if it's the time for them to receive that message. So I wouldn't get too in your head over how do I come up with new content? I mean, it's said over and over again, just use your blog posts, use your book topics, that kind of thing. I mean, for me, even I had done a little bit of speaking before I started podcasting. And I really just, especially with COVID now, started to think about my podcast as my speaking events. So I'm not afraid of stealing anything away from a potential audience I could speak to. But instead, I'm, I'm sharing the same content over and over again and just, you know, <laughs> hoping that it, it falls on listeners' ears uh, when, when it's God or, God's ordained time. So that's a clever way of doing it. Clever, clever. Doris, what about you? Well, Linda, writing and podcasting is so similar because in both we're called to use our uniquely designed voices that God has given us. And our voice can't deliver a message like anyone else can. It's unique. And it's a powerful thing that I hear so many of my guests even say that what they're doing now, they never aspired to do. So just to remember that God can do a new thing in us, in his timing at any time. So if someone out there is wondering what he has next, he can place that next thing on their heart when they least expect it. So just to keep intentional about listening for God's voice is so important. This is, this is real good. All right. So the last thing I'm going to ask, I know that you have some things that you'd like to share and, and gift to our listeners today. So if I can go with uh, uh, Doris just quickly as we're wrapping up here, what is it that you're going to make sure, we're, and we'll make sure that we have the links to all of this. You're going to have the links to all of the podcasts. You're going to have the links, more links than you can click in a short amount of time to connect with these amazing uh, women that we've had on here today. But Doris, share with us what will be your offering to our listeners. Thank you, Linda. Ultimately, what we want to do is share Christ with the world and to share the gospel. So my resource is a very simple resource. It's called Simple Tips for Sharing Your Faith. And it just lays out tips on how to share your grace story and ways to connect with people about talking about the gospel. And it also provides scripture verses that are applicable. And you could even use the second page to handle the person that you might be sharing the gospel with. And it just helps us to be able to do that because sometimes we're not quite sure how to approach it or how to begin. And so I developed that resource to help in that area. Thank you very, very much. Misty, what are you going to be offering or, or making available to our listeners today? Yeah, I have a, a ebook that is create and grow a stellar podcast. And so mm -hmm. I'd love to share that with them. It talks about some of those things like, what do you have to think about before you pick up the mic? And then how are some ways that you can grow your show once you have a show? Excellent. Excellent. Heather, what about you? Well, Linda, I have something that's maybe a little different than the rest. I have this walking workout. It's a free download to lose the weight of comparison to help you stop comparing. I don't know if any any of your listeners ever struggle with comparison or not. <laughs> but I have that available. <laughs> well, I think that that's something that just about everybody can take a look at 
and maybe it will spark something in them to make a change. And that that's excellent. This is good. Sparkmedia.ventures. Misty, can I have you just touch on that for a moment? Yeah, we launched that in January as a umbrella site for all the things that we're doing because we had the first uh, podcast conference. We talked about that was in February of last year. And then a couple of weeks later, the world shut down and everything switched to virtual. And so we started hosting virtual events, but we also um, created a community that where we can teach and train people how to podcast. And so the Spark uh, media.ventures houses all of those things, plus the things that God has put on our heart going forward. So we've got a blog there with some free information. We created something called Spark Social for people to connect off of uh, Facebook and, and those kinds of things so that if you want to meet a guest or, or, you know, tell somebody about your podcast, you can do that there. And then we have, um, you know, different ways that you can work with us either through events or uh, through training and coaching. This is good. I know that we're, we've run a little bit longer than we normally do folks, but this is good information. And it's not something that we talk a lot about here on your best writing life, but to take your best to take your writing life to the next step, maybe the next best step is going to be in the area of podcasting. I encourage you, take a listen. Listen to what these incredible women have and what they're doing in and through their podcast. Allow the Lord to just speak to you and you may find encouragement. You may discover an outlet that you never thought about before or maybe some answers to questions you've been considering. I'm really happy you were able to be here with us today. Ladies, thank you so very, very much. Doris Swift, Heather Creekmore, Misty Phillip, thank you for being here on Your Best Writing Life. It has been a pleasure for me to be here with you. Thank, thank you, you, Linda. Thank you, Linda. All right. And as always, I thank you, my friends, for taking the time to listen in. Being here... Golly, it's just something, you know, to know that there's someone out there that's listening, that your words hold a little bit of weight and can give a little bit of hope into the lives that are out there, especially writers, because we can live a very lonely life at times. Just know that you're not alone and we are here for you. We are here with you and we want to provide whatever we can to help you experience your best writing life. If you would, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review, because what you have to say matters as much as what you have to write. This is Linda Goldfarb, and I look forward to being with you here next time on Your Best Writing Life.